welcome to a special Lil Beaver Brewery showcase episode of... Brutal Battle. Um, sounds kind of weird. Lil Beaver. I don't know if people knew that Lil Beaver Brewery is a thing, and it's yes, little as in L-I-L. No apostrophe, though, after it, which is weird because a lot of the times with the Lil, you get the apostrophe, especially with, you know, rap artists. So, just saying. So, yes, it legitimately is called Lil Beaver Brewery. Uh, It's very cartoonish, which is why when we were given these beers initially, I was kind of like... I don't know if this is going to be good because breweries who typically typically go very cartoony and especially with their can art or bottle art or whatever are trying to kind of overcompensate and trying to mainly sell just based off of looks and not quality. But I will say we did try a little bit before we're doing this episode and we liked what we had. Mm-hmm. So two of those beers... We're having on this episode, so those will be ones we've already had before, but then one we haven't even tried yet. Now, we do need to say that uh, we got these beers from Rich Smith, our friend who's been on the show a few times before, so thank you very much, Rich. He went up to Illinois for a wedding and stopped in to a liquor store up there and was like, got to get some beers to take back for Rebecca and Carlin, and we have three beers from Lil Beaver, so I was like, I mean, that's enough to do a showcase, so let's go ahead and do that. So yeah, so um, just some quick information, they're out of Bloomington, Illinois, and it's only a three-year-old brewery, so they're much like a lot of these newer brewery showcase episodes, this isn't going to be a super long episode. We only have three beers, and there's not a ton of information on Lil Beaver, because they're a relatively newer brewery. Now, the owner and founder of Little Beaver Brewery is Chad Bevers. So maybe you can see where the oh, Bevers, word beaver. beaver, yeah, where Little Beaver came from. Yeah, makes sense. So let's jump into our first beer. Okay. Uh, all these are 16-ounce cans. The first one is called Whoops All Berries, and it's a wheat ale with raspberry, blueberry, and blackberry. And the ABV is... Where is it on here? I don't see the ABV. Interesting. There is no ABV on this. Hmm. Okay. I guess they is don't have on to any do of them? I guess they don't have to do that in Illinois. Yeah, no. It's not on there. Okay. Unless it's... Okay, I, I checked to see if it was maybe stamped on the bottom. Nope. Okay, so we don't know. I'm assuming it's not very high if it's a wheat ale with with fruit to it. Typically not that high. Now... This is one of the things about their their labels, or at least the beers we've seen the labels for. There's there's a very cartoony beaver character on all of the can art, uh, and this one in particular for Whoops All Berries, it it looks like a the box of a cereal. Yeah, like the the beaver has all these berries, like different colored berries coming out of its hand, and there's like a bowl. But they're not berries; they're hops. They're oh, that's colored. true. Like berry hops. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a bowl that's like a cereal bowl with all those different colored hops and some milk splashing out of it. So it looks very much like a box of cereal. Yeah. So it's, it's Yeah, it's a fun take on it. But do you know what I'm saying about like seeing something like this on the shelf and thinking, I feel like that brewery's trying to overcompensate? Yeah, I could see that. So that's, that's just from my experience with a bunch of other breweries, that's my you know, I guess, uh, prejudice against labels like this. So when we saw this, I was like, uh, but then we tried it and we were like, okay. Yeah. So we'll see if it's as good as we remember. Whoops, all berries. 
That's Which, the... I, I mean, I assume it is because it was only a few weeks ago yeah. that we tried it. So. This is the can I dropped, so it looks like it's... Oh, okay. okay. Oh. Dang. I dribbled. Oh, okay. Because you dropped the can is why I dribbled. It dented the lip, which is why I dribbled. Don't blame me. I just did. <laughs> it's on my notes. Oh, That's no. fine. It'll just, I'll wipe it off with the towel we have here, and then the towel will be laundered, because that's what the towels on the, on this table are for. Didn't even go through the next page, wow. so that's pretty good. Okay. All right, what does it look like? It looks... Like, very... Very red. Yeah, with a really nice pink head to it. Well, reddish like pink head. Reddish pink, Because it's like... real dark pink. Oh. Did you just spill on yourself? No, there was some on my the bottom of my glass. Oh, probably but, from the dribble. Yeah. Um the the head is very thick. Yeah. Like it looks creamy, very very creamy. I like the look of the head. It smells like there's lactose in it. Is there? I don't think it. Yeah, I mean it doesn't say anything about that. Yeah, no, there's nothing about that. It so. smells really creamy. It smells so berry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely getting the raspberry. Yeah. But there, there's also... Blackberry. There's also like an earthy dirt smell to it as well. Um, and it's... Do you know what I'm saying? No. So, okay. So, it's this earthy dirt smell. But a lot of the times I end up getting that with like berries. With certain berries. Oh. Especially like... Wait, are blackberries in this? Yeah. Yeah, especially with blackberries, I sometimes get that kind of dirt smell to them. Um, I mean, it just basically smells like fresh fruit in a sense. Like, that's just one of those smells you kind of end up getting from time to time from them. So that's what it's reminding me of. I also definitely smell the wheat in there. That's very present in the finish of the nose to me. It's like berries and that dirt smell up front, and then the wheat comes in at the end. It doesn't really smell tart. It's just more of just the fruitiness to it. It's so fruity. Yeah. All right, going in. Yeah. Um, the taste is just so fruity. Yeah, very. And it's good. It's um, a little sweet, a little tart. Yeah, there's a very slight tartness to it, but it, it seems more of like just the natural fruit tartness. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, this is a sour beer. They added some sourness to it. No, it's just like the natural tartness you can get from things like blackberries, raspberries, and... Um, blueberries sometimes, not all the time. It depends on that ripeness level. Um, it's good. I think I, I taste the wheat on the finish. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got a, it's got a decently light body to it, which makes it easier to drink than you would think for how heavy the fruit flavor is. And it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's well-balanced. Yeah. It's definitely easy to drink beer, though. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, like this is one, this is, this would be like a person who doesn't necessarily like beer. You could start them with this because this is very easy to handle because it's very just fruit-driven. If you know someone who doesn't like beer but likes fruit, this is a good entry point yeah. for sure. So, mm-hmm. I do get that dirt flavor. I don't. I get it. I, I I can't pick it out. But so. it's just it's something I get particularly with blackberries from time hmm. to time. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it's not detracting from it. I still like it. 
Okay, anyway, so I wrote down a quote to just kind of emphasize something about the brewery because I got a lot of the information from their website. So this quote is, you can expect big flavors out of our little brewery. So throughout the way they write about their own brewery, it is very flowery and playing into this kind of mythology of the little beaver. And they refer to Chad Bevers as little beaver. (laughs) So like he, he is little beaver. So I guess in my mind, like that's him on these cans as this beaver. Like that's Chad Bevers is little beaver on these. So I don't know if people call him that in real life, but that's how it's written on the website. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's definitely weird. Like they keep with that theme with the way they write about it, write about the brewery on the site, including when they were talking about him, you know, having friends try beer. They, they didn't say he had his friends try some beer. It was Lil Beaver took some of the beer to the other woodland creatures. And I was just oh, like, wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. They really took this all out. I'm glad I had already tasted some of the beers. Because that would make me like, this brewery's trying too hard. I don't think their beers are going to be good. Like, there is such a thing as doing, as going overboard with this stuff. And this is something, especially on these showcase episodes lately, that we highlight. We like to make fun of how these breweries push themselves on their websites. Because they're usually stupid. Yeah. And terrible. And this is no exception, really. I mean... Uh, the image of this brewery is over the top, in my opinion, but I do think the beers are good. Yeah. Um, I would just, I think maybe they should rebrand some. Yeah. Like, take it back some notches here. Like, it's too cartoony. It's too over the top. But then again, you know, if we knew Chad Bevers, maybe that's his personality. I don't know. I mean, it has to be his personality. Or, or he's just going along with whatever you know, person he hired to do their marketing labels and marketing and yeah, all that stuff. So I, I don't know for me personally, I'm sure there are people who love this, but for me personally, it's, it's, it's a bit too much. Yeah. Anyway. So Chad, uh, it all began about 15 years ago when Chad started getting really bored of the beer offerings near where he lived in, um, Illinois. And he was just like, you know, I'm not really digging this stuff. So he started getting into homebrewing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how a lot of these yep. breweries end up starting. So 15 years ago, starts getting into homebrewing. Uh, then he started, you know, sharing a little bit with the other woodland, woodland creatures, creatures. <laughs> with, the, with his friends. And started to find out that people didn't really know much about craft beer around him. So he was kind of like, well, this, I feel like I need to help kind of solve this. So he went and got involved with a local beer festival that was happening every year called Brew Gala, which is spelled B-R-U-E-G-A-L-A, all one word, Brew Gala. And it's a festival slash fundraiser event where they serve a bunch of beer. So when he started in his first year, they found out he was doing home brewing and they were like, okay, well then you're in charge of all the beer for the event. Oh, and then he's just like, okay. <laughs> so... He, but he rose to the occasion. He ended up doing such a good job with it that they got rave reviews about the beer there. So then the organization slash festival was like, well, you're our beer guy. So the next year he came back and in addition to being, to being the person heading, heading up all the beer for the festival, 
he also decided, well, what if I bring some of my homebrew? So he decided to bring one of his homebrews, and it is was a 13% imperial stout called, called Big Hairy Beaver. Oh, jeez. Uh, it was very popular. It, uh, they wrote on the website, I don't know if this is true or not, or if this is kind of, you know, going a little over the top, but they said that the keg was tapped in minutes because it was that popular. So... Then the next year, he came back, he brought some other beers, and the popularity just kept on growing and growing and growing, and he started getting more and more of a name. As each subsequent year, he was bringing different types of beers, more beers, and people were lining up for it. The lines were getting longer and longer. So, And he was going by the name Little Beaver Brewery at that point. So, started to, to get a name. So then, naturally, with a lot of these uh, breweries who start up and get that kind of notoriety, he decided to start a brewery. And so the brewery became established in 2017, but the tap room didn't actually open until 2018. So just so people know that. And to this day, even though it's, you know, a functioning brewery and they're doing all their business stuff, they still attend a lot of beer festivals to serve their, to serve the little beaver brews. And they also, uh, apparently, Chad still enters homebrew competitions from time to time, hmm. so that's cool. I guess maybe kind of keep the creativity going, stay in contact with that you know homebrew community. Yeah. All right. So next beer. Okay, next beer, and it looks like the ABV is not on any of them. Yeah, I figure if it wasn't on that one, I figured it's probably not yeah. on any of them. Okay, this one's called Little Bit More Wonderful. It is a chocolate milk stout fermented with hefeweizen yeast, chocolate, coconut, and banana. Nice. So this is the one we have not had yeah. yet. And he has said, uh, or they, they did say on the on the website that um, Little Beaver really loves stouts, especially Imperial stouts, so they kind of always have stouts available. Did you just refer to him as Little Beaver? Well, yeah, that's how they do it on the website. So, like, he will always be Little Beaver. He's called Little Beaver on the website, so, like, that's what I'm going to do. Because I think it's ridiculous, so I'm just going to pound wow. it home, you know? This one's for Little Beaver. <laughs> I'm going to pour some out for Little Beaver. So All right, here we go. So you said they're known for their stouts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they have become in that area known for stouts, but it's also that Little Beaver loves stouts and loves making stouts. Oh, okay. So they kind of always have stouts. Okay, what does it look like? A stout? It's like a stout. It's dark, obviously. Did you say it was imperial? Just No, no just stout. Okay. I mean, it looks... In, I mean, color-wise, it looks imperial just because it's very dark. But who knows? We'll have to see on the mouthfeel. Ooh. Is there coconut? There is coconut. Because I get that coconut, which is nice. Because a lot of times with these types of beers, when you have coconut in there, it's hard to get the coconut. There's like, there's coconut in there, and you smell it, and you're just like, I don't smell it, and I don't taste it. But this I is encouraging. And I'm getting like the milk chocolate. Yeah. Coconut milk chocolate. I do get a hint of that banana. Yeah. Very, very subtle, though. Yeah, and I'm happy about that, because I'm, I'm not big on banana flavors. I like actual bananas, but banana flavor with things. I'm not big on, so I like that it's very faint at the end. But yeah, I get so much coconut in the nose. It's a very nice coconut smell, and mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like all the aromas fold into each other. Well. Yeah, it's a very nice nose. 
Yeah. And it's not aggressive. It's very kind of nuanced and, and soft nose. I like the way this smells quite a bit. I get a decent amount of that coconut you know, flavor. Yeah. Not a whole lot of the banana. No, but I'm totally good with that. Totally good with that. Plenty of chocolate yeah. as well. I get a slight metallic Yeah, there's something note. a little off-putting about this. Mm-hmm. It's got a metallic finish on the end. It's not super pronounced, but it's enough that you notice it there. Yeah. It's kind of like, there's a little bit of a metal note there. Now, sometimes with, with stouts, I'll get that, and then it's not there when it warms up more. Mm. So when this warms up, that might not be there as much. And especially, I especially feel like that's probably the case because it's at such a low level now when it is on the colder end. So I'm getting a lot more banana kind of like lingering in my mouth now. Yeah, the banana does grow with sips, but it's still not it's super subtle. big. So I'm I'm good with it. And even though I say I'm not big on banana flavors and things, I think it's adding something positive yeah, to works. the beer. Everything all the flavors work together. Yeah. I'm just very happy with how coconutty it is. Because like we've said, you know, coconut is something that shows up in beers plenty and you can't find it. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, this is done with coconut. Okay, well, let me taste it. I can't. I mean, it's definitely chocolate and coconut. Mm-hmm. Are the two predominant flavors. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I was concerned about that one for me personally, just because the banana in there. Like, whenever I see certain words as yeah. ingredients, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's nice. And I think it's kind of light, too. It is. I like that it, it it's coming off kind of light. Maybe that has to do with a little bit with the Hefeweizen yeast. I don't know. Or just the ABV. Which we don't know. <laughs> Correct. We don't. I mean, I'm sure we could look them up on Untapped or something, but. Probably 5 or 6%. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm just going to, you know, the next segment is the end. I don't have any more information. I told you it wasn't much. So I'm just going to read what beers they currently have on tap. Okay. At Little Beaver. So their indoor tap room is not open currently, just so people know. Uh, but their outdoor tap outdoor bar is. So they have pumpkin pie, and it's actually the symbol for mathematical pie. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so it is just a, a yam beer, is what they're saying. Uh, Chiggity Czech, which is a Czech Pilsner. Hmm. I like that name. That's funny. Blueberry Crumble, which is a American wheat beer with blueberry cinnamon and vanilla. Oh, I bet that's good. That sounds really good. Legendary Lemon, which is a blonde ale with lemon, vanilla, and milk sugar. I bet that's good, too. That also sounds good. Alien Beehive, which is an imperial IPA with honey and lots of hops. Yeah, it's, it looks like lots of hops. They list all the hops. It's a lot. Hmm. It's like Warrior, Cascade, Centennial, Citra, Lemon Drop, Simcoe. Yeah, it's a lot. Tala, tal, Tallulah? Okay, Tallulah, which is a honey blonde ale with honey, plums, strawberries, blueberries, and blackberries. Hmm. They don't like to do straight up beers, it seems like. Yeah. Do like a lot of extra stuff, which is cool. I dig that. I think that's cool. A uh, little bit more wonderful, which is an experimental chocolate milk stout. That's that's this one. Oh. A little bit more wonderful. Okay, yeah. That's that one. Sorry. <laughs> we just had that one. 
Uh, they have an apple cider called Stiffy's Caramel Apple Cider. Uh, they have CAS Space Crystals, which is a hazy double IPA triple hopped with Centennial, Zaka, and Sultana. They have a hazy IPA called Citraic. I'm sure that has citra hops in it. Legendary Lemon, which is a blonde ale with lemon, vanilla, and milk sugar. Uh, and Wa-Wa-Wambos, <laughs> which is a uh, Imperial IPA, which is apparently it's a it's an Imperial version of a pale ale that they do called Wainbows. So this is the Wa-Wa-Wambos. Oh. See the cartoon aspect of that name? Mm-hmm. And then let me see if they have any anything different in their beers to go. They do, one, at least one. PDC, which is a Mexican-style lager with lime zest and juice. And that's the only different one okay. for it to go. So I think that that taplas sounds good. pretty dang good. Like I would, I'd want to try everything there, honestly. Mm-hmm. So let's go to our last beer then. Okay. And this is another one that we've had and it may end up being our favorite yeah, actually. Because I, I remember it being favorite. quite good. Uh, oh, I was just about to start opening it. I have to say what it is. It's called The Lord of the Peach Rings. And yes, on the can art. Little Beaver is dressed like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings with the beard and the staff and everything. And then in the other hand, holding one of those candy peach rings. You know, it's like half like a yellow color and half orange. Yeah. So it's a hazy sour milkshake IPA with peaches and milk sugar. So let's get into this. You know, Little Beaver. Little Beaver. Oh, I already got that peach smell as soon as I cracked it. I didn't even have to have it near my face. Just popped right out at me. I remember this being really peachy. Yeah. Well, and that's, yeah. that's That that was one of the things I remember about this that made me start thinking, I think this is going to probably be our favorite. We'll see. So, I mean, it looks like an IPA. It's yeah. a little hazy, not super hazy, but yeah, it's like orange looking. Looks like an IPA for sure. It just smells so peachy. Ooh, it smells like peaches and cream. Goodness. Yeah, it's very it's very peaches and cream. There is that really nice kind of smooth creaminess in the nose with a nice vanilla coming through. Yeah, it's just That's like peach. Yeah, it's just like peach vanilla. I mean, if, if someone made me Ooh, smell this, I wouldn't guess so it's good. a beer. There is a little bit of a beer smell to it, but yeah, it's not strong. It's just very peachy, vanilla-y, creamy in the nose. It smells really enticing. I will say that. Mm, it tastes so good. It's so oh. peachy, so creamy. It's so soft. Yeah. So soft. It's a little tartness there, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean... The the idea of saying that it's kind of like those those candy peach rings is pretty close. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does taste pretty close. It's very good. I I don't know that I would be able to figure out that this is an IPA turned into no. this. Um, I'd say just you know a tart beer. Mm. Yeah, there's a good amount of the vanilla to it. I feel like the balance of the peach to the vanilla. Is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more of the peach, but that vanilla is not that much less than mm-hmm. the peach. 
That's good. Uh, but I think that's how it should be. Because you really do want to lead with that peach flavor and then, you know, have the vanilla kind of be more of a backup to to uh, smooth it out afterwards. And that's kind of how the flavor is. It hits you with a lot of peach up front with that quick hit of tartness. And then it transitions to the more vanilla, mm. you know, smooth, creamy feel to transition off your palate. This is another beer that people who aren't into beer could enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, especially if they're peach fans. Um, okay, that's been really good. So, mm, it's not going to be as hard to rank three beers, I would say. Yeah. So, do you want to go first or do you want me sure. to rank it? I'll go first. My number three is going to be the little more one, little bit more wonderful, which is that chocolate milk stout with the Hefeweizen and yeast, chocolate, coconut, and banana. Okay. My number two is Whoops All Berries, which is the wheat ale with raspberry, blueberry, and blackberry. And then my number one is the Lord of the Peach Rings, which is the Hazy Sour Milkshake IPA with peaches and milk sugar. Got it. My number three is the Whoops All Berries. Uh, mainly just because it is mainly just berry medley. I feel like it's it's good, but it's just it's mainly just berry. Pretty much. Plus, there's that little bit of that dirt flavor to it. Mm. So, my number two is then the uh, little bit more wonderful. Uh, I think that's really well done for what it is. And like I said, I was impressed with the level of the banana and how it actually adds to the beer. Especially with me not liking banana. And also, the aspect of how how well the coconut comes through in the beer. It's very well integrated. And the chocolatiness is good. So, obviously, my number one is the Lord of the Peach Rings. That's just delicious. Uh, I like all these beers, but man, that Lord of the Peach Rings is very delicious. Love that. I would I would need more. Yeah. Like I I would like to have more. Little Beaver, if you're listening, if you could send us some more, we would appreciate Little it. Beaver the person. Yeah, yeah, Little Beaver the person. Because these woodland creatures need yeah, more beer. These two woodland creatures <laughs> need more beer. Yeah. But if you were a woodland creature, what would you be? Mm, probably a chipmunk. Okay. I'd be a squirrel because like, I, I love squirrel. squirrels in the first place. Yeah. So just saying. So this squirrel and chipmunk <laughs> need more beer. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, once again, thank you very much to Rich Smith. Thanks, Rich. Really do appreciate it, ma'am. Um, he brought us other beers too, so that we'll have uh, some at least one beer mail episode that's all beers from him, and then I think we might have some more. Maybe not enough for a whole episode. We might do like a hybrid of like half from him and half from Kyle Norman. Big surprise. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. But thanks, Rich. And, uh, yeah. Um, if people want to contact us about ideas or feedback or whatever, questions, that's fine. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Rebecca's work in the Instagram. Yep. Brutal Battle Podcast. And, yeah. Thank you. So, until next time. Keep it brutal. Brutal.